girls and guys from different thighs. It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you here. My name's Marcus, and I've got three beautiful babes with me. Jim. Hello. Pete. People say that this song is sexist because I'm asking all the girls to rub on their breasts. And Luke. All right. <laughs> uh, Arsenal recently honoured three of their greats by unveiling statues of them around the ground. If you had a statue, gentlemen, of you erected in a football context, where would it be and what would the statue depict? Jim. Uh, probably my greatest achievement on a football f- pitch was recently when we played in a game and I scored a goal. Right. Oh, it was a good goal as well. Yeah. Player. So probably there, that pitch. Pete, was Pete it Chelsea's I, reserve? Tooting and Mitchum. Tooting and Mitchum, yeah. Pete and I were involved in the creation of that. I think I shouldered it at one point, like Balotelli. 75% of the ramble involved in the making. Indeed, yeah. But yeah, I'd have to have it there by default. And what I'd like to have a statue of me do would be me doing kick-ups, because I'm not really good at them. But I'd also like to set the sort of the person making the statue the challenge of keeping the ball in the air. Yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> and have maybe you'd stolen. have to have like air coming out of my foot <laughs> to maybe keep it up somehow. Magnets. Yeah. Just yeah. hope it's not very windy. It's not a bronze yeah. statue, is it? Uh, yeah, why not? It's, okay. It's this poor guy that has to do it. Yep. Fair dues. Uh, Pete uh, I would probably have me uh, it would be near the toilets and it would be me squeezing <laughs> past the men in the urinal because you know football matches it's like <laughs> it's, it's not even a queue it's just people squeezing around yeah, so yeah. it would just be me not making eye contact <laughs> looking at a urinal see if I can squeeze in there see if it's a seven man urinal or an eight man urinal yeah. or maybe just open mouth a gog at uh, the prices of a burger at the <laughs> Keith Houchin stand at, at Wembley. Wembley or just your head as <laughs> a urinal Say again? That? Maybe just your head as a urinal. That is dirty, Jim. Yeah. Well, well, I will not have you know. that. <laughs> I quite like that idea, yeah, actually. What, men urinating um, in my mouth? So, <laughs> oh, um, oh. so yeah, so you, you obviously didn't have a good career in your imagination then. No, but this is, these are my, my, my footballing moments. They're okay. things I remember from football right, matches. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Luke? No. Uh, mine would probably be outside uh, the Fratton end. Yeah, of course. Put, um, sort of depicted my famous, now legendary, uh, perineum goal. Again, it's a difficult pose to do because you have to going to be you're going to have to be sideways. I'll leave it to the expert. I was going to exactly, say. Yeah. As my, the, my understanding of the question is, I'm not designing or building it. Yeah, let the, oh, absolutely. Let no, the I'm saying this is a positive thing. It's just going to be more memorable. Let the statue Easter worry about that. It'll be better than um, the Ted Bates one outside Southampton. Much mm, better. Yeah, yeah. Much better. That is the benchmark of a bad statue. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I would have a statue of me outside Wembley, and because it'd be such an amazing career, I'd have won loads of Ballon d'Ors, and it would just be a, a statue of me. And I would go for the same sort of try, a statue feat of trying to uh, have things floating in the air, just juggling loads of Ballon d'Ors. <laughs> quite quite <laughs> arrogantly yeah. With a very arrogant look I would hope yeah, Maybe course. like a little trophy cabinet You just popping another one on <laughs> One of the most self-indulgent opening questions we've done I think we all agree on that <laughs> And Jim's got the point Yeah because <laughs> He actually said something that actually happened Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Through default I think yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ladies and gentlemen I'm, I'm sure Pete has been awkward in the toilet before <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that is true actually. I know yeah. Some of my finest moments <laughs> yeah. Moving on swiftly To our and uh, well, let's talk a little bit about the statues. Uh, Thierry Henry, Tony Adams and Herbert Chapman. Where Ash- Ashley Cole's got to be furious. <laughs> <laughs> where is that Tony Adams one going to reside? Because even I've got designs on where to put the uh, traffic bollards on, on his outstretched arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know where any Is it going to be outside? Or yeah. Where I can get at them. <laughs> <laughs> Thierry Henry got a little bit emotional. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. It's a good one of him doing the knee slide celebration. Hopefully we can have the Adams one just on the pitch. 
Gonna help us out. Be faster than Murtasaka, wouldn't it? Quite a better line, wouldn't it? And Herbert Chapman, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't Ian Wright reportedly put out that he didn't get one? I didn't see that. There was talk around it. There was talk around it. I wouldn't be surprised if he was considered for one. So I imagine in his head he would have thought. Or Wenger. Wenger could be considered for one. Wenger now, though, would that not be a bit self-indulgent? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure one will happen. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Apparently, David Moyes asked Thierry Henry if he fancied a game for Everton sometime soon <laughs> took the opportunity might as well yeah, why not <laughs> yeah. don't ask you don't get he <laughs> looks quite a lot like uh, Jimmy McNulty from The Wire David Moyes I think a sort of hard yeah, Scottish version and I think that's the sort of opportunity McNulty would go yeah. for so. did, did anyone see like sort of Henri sort of not that enthusiastically clapping Robert Van Persie's goal <laughs> yeah. he's going to beat my record he's definitely yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. look, look at that yeah, well done Robert <laughs> Van Persie well done ridiculous you knob yeah. <laughs> it so, was a superb goal wasn't it one of the goals of the season would you say he said afterwards that there was a sort of little element of kind of hope to it which just gives the impression that it was just all instinct and he's just he was that good at the moment yeah, he, he was just, two feet off the ground when he hit it as well it was just kind of wow yeah. wow technique yeah on it as well it was, it was going to take something like that as well because Everton were just not they weren't having it they were just uh, miserly yeah okay. just resolute but another win for Arsenal they're up to fourth Jim no, no um, it's, it's incredible one thing that was pointed out um, well one thing that I noticed watching that was that um, I'll tell you who's got away with having terrible hair for a long time yeah. Phil Neville Fiercely, <laughs> fiercely committed to the frosted tip highlights. Yeah, that's at, the true. Age, at the age of his, his early thirties, yeah, unbecoming of a or man of his age. Yeah, it's a very nineties thing. Yeah, he's just stuck at it. I mean, he must be mid thirties now. He's yeah. stuck at frosted tip highlights. I mean, who? Do, tell me another man in, in, of that age range who'll do that. Mm. Um, Tim Lovejoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, Jimbo, you've got to be happy with Arsenal getting up there. But Andre yeah. Santos has picked up an injury on yeah. behalf of three months. That is a real blow because he's mental, um, which is <laughs> as entertaining as it is good that he's actually, you know, he, he put some really good performances in. He started to look really solid, look like a really sort of good acquisition. I mean, I, don't, I think Gibbs isn't going to be back anytime soon, so I imagine Vermaelen will probably play out there. And obviously, he's, he's one of our best players, so we need him in his best position. But um, it is a shame. But yeah, what I was most impressed about is the fact that it was a, it was a a ground out win for Arsenal you yes. know, there's always talk that you know the, the best teams win when they're not playing badly uh, sorry when they are playing badly yeah. so we found a way to win whereas before we would have just drawn that game or even screwed it up and lost it and it's just the belief's obviously there yeah. clearly it does make yeah. such a difference managers talk about it all the time but yeah no um, it's um, uh, you just f- trust Arsenal again when you watch them you're not, <laughs> you're not as jittery yeah. um, which I'm sure is um but we all kind of saw this happening. Nobody ever saw them sort of bottom half of the table. But people were saying wrong. that, but those people were just obviously it was just knee jerk, wasn't it? It's just, you know, pe- people people always say it when teams have a bad start. Oh, I can just see them like finishing bottom half. I think they're over. Well, they're in, in the, in the Liverpool same way get it every year. Well, yeah, and, and in the same way that you'll probably see Spurs sort of slipping down a, the, mm. a, a little bit. It's just one of those things, you know. You go on runs and, and I, I, th- I think that um, everyone's talking about how reliant they are on Van Persie. But one of the things that was highlighted in the midweek. With how much they'd be Chesney, miss Chesney if he got oh, injured. Absolutely, yeah. Fabianski first, <laughs> oh, yeah. then Manoni. That was an absolute comedy show. Yeah, where he tried to volley it. Uh, where, and what he was just, he doing? He, I, mean, well, no, I, he, he, I don't think he thought that he was in the. He, he thought yeah, he was outside the box, the reason, didn't yeah. he? But yeah. You should know where you but are. <laughs> <laughs> know that. But yeah, it was, it comfortably. Because yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was about three or four feet inside. Is it, it, it was so far inside the box. I thought he assumed it was a back pass. 
Yeah. That's what you can do. It was, it was shaky all game, and Fabianski looked, looked shaky before as well. But it's very, very true. Yeah. And it's funnier because for Manoni, because he looks so hard. Yeah. Looks so yeah. solid. Vito Manoni. Yeah. Obviously hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It's um. So they rely on Chesney a lot, don't they? Absolutely. But I mean, he is the number one now. It's, just, it's it's nice to have that as well. And almost because it was a game that didn't matter. It's just you could look back at that with all the goalkeeping errors and go. Oh, yeah, but this the doesn't number, really happen but, anymore. But, yeah. the, but the number two position is quite a difficult um, position to fulfil, goalkeeper wise, because there's only one uh, there's only one seat on the bench. There's only one position you're only ever mm. going to get on for a couple of yeah. matches a season. Mm. Well, we've talked about this in the past, and, and, and we, the, the general consensus when we discussed it before was that you either need to get a real young, up and coming goalkeeper, mm. or Peggy or Pickshead, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or a keeper who's old, a lot older, someone like a Kudachini, who's not that yeah, bothered about that's right, that's right. But they're hard to find. Like, oh, massively hard, yeah. massively hard, yeah. yeah. Yeah, while we're on the subject of Arsenal as well there's talk a couple of weeks ago now but this is still kind of resonating a little with Wenger sort of um, saying he'd sort of discuss his future at the end of the season a lot of people saying oh he's going to leave he's going to leave in the same interview he actually said um, I, I don't I, I'm, I'm, I've never even considered leaving Arsenal that bit was conveniently clipped yeah, out it's exactly. like oh Wenger's oh, he's leaving he's considering his future yeah Just it's almost as if the press is trying to mislead us yeah <laughs> Liquip isn't it Liquip no, no, no. I think it was, yeah, actually. They, are, they always have the exclusives. Yeah, yeah they, do. Mm. they do. But the press would never do such a terrible thing. Uh, Manchester United beat Wolves 4 1. Phil Jones said this made up to uh, uh, all the supporters who travelled to Switzerland and saw them get eliminated from the Champions League. I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that's your call, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> a routine home win against a, a lower half Premier League yeah. side. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> absolutely staggering, isn't it, that, that, that they've gone out of the Champions League. It's, it's such a such a weak group as well. I mean, it's Benfica, obviously, that's a, that's a test, but they should be getting through that. Actually, you mentioned in the press there, they must have had a, a little bit of a smug look on their faces because after the two-all home draw against Benfica, someone did ask Ferguson, well, you, it mentioned something like, "Isn't it funny to see the two Manchester clubs struggling in Europe?" And he stormed out and went, "Struggling, you must be mad, you know." Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they paid they the price for, for being so experimental in the first <clears throat> opening groups, mm. group sort of games, you know. Mm. And and they they really let the cat, well, they really let it slip against Bars at home as well, didn't they? When yeah, they did. Was, yeah, that was outrageous. just a ridiculous. But result. Ferguson described the Europa League as more of a punishment. Man, Man United really boil my piss. They've already ruined. The, <laughs> they've already ruined the FA Cup for me right you know just deal with it it's in the rules of the Champions League if you leave the Champions League early you're going to go into the Europa League just piss off Alex I think, I think Ferguson is dealing with it I think he is sort of saying well isn't it the only trophy he hasn't won might be it seems really weird but it's, it's such a bad thing to denigrate Everett was piping up as well just well, Everett there's said, no point denigrating a cup that you Everett said it was embarrassing to be in I'm, I'm with them both I it, think it, it is. is but Teams, important teams are still in that competition. It's just, it, 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 like they're, they're selling themselves short. Like they're noisy neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> it, it seems weird to think of Manchester United in the Europa League, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. It yeah. is weird, but as Pete says, you can't just suddenly go, oh, you've got to be like, right, well, this is where we are. Obviously, we want to be in the Champions League, but we're here now, so let's it's try It's not and like they're going one. great guns in the Premier League massively, are they? They're, they're grinding out 1-0s mm. and 2-0s, yeah. but, you know, Wayne Rooney's not firing. They're, they're yeah, but I just, I, they don't care about it, do they? They really don't care. It's the same way that, you know, the, the Carling Cup, they, if they go out, it's, I don't mind. But the, with the Europa League, it's just, it's the travel involved, isn't it? It's extra games. It's actually going to have a detrimental effect it's true, on but, the things they do when it win. True, but you can give young players and all I'm sure they European will. I'm experience. Sure City will do that as well. Um, and that's invaluable, surely. Yeah, yeah of course mm. it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, um, 
the um, the thing about Everett though, I mean, he should be looking a bit closer to home if he's annoyed about it because he's he's not been great. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone was suggesting that it's because he's played so many games. He's had no competition for the place. He's not. He's mm. not really. He's just played every game. He's, mm. he's so solid. You know, often when often even when United have played like an experimental lineup, you'll often see Everett start. Yeah. So maybe he's just a bit burnt out. But he's not been. He's not been great. And we'll see Michael Owen a bit more every cloud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. He's injured though, isn't he? Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Manchester City also went out of the uh, Champions League, mm. and. Uh, did you? They, were, they beat Bayern Munich though in their last game, mm. but it wasn't enough because uh, Napoli got the points away to Villarreal. Love in Napoli in Europe. They're great, yeah. aren't they? Jens Lehmann was working for uh, German television and was commenting on uh, Manchester City, and he said Manchester City play very, very boring football. They make their opponents fall asleep with a lot of possession. <laughs> Um, the, way, the way they play here is the way any amateur team plays, only not on such good grass. Sitting <laughs> top of the league, roaring away, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And they've, they've been smashing teams as well. It's not yeah. like they've not been playing boring football. They've been great to watch. <laughs> he, yes. he didn't finish there though, Jimbo. He started having a dig at the fans in the stadium. He said there was no life in the stadium. It was dead. The fans are so quiet. You have to say though that they have not really got anything to get excited about here. And he <laughs> fed at the Emirates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. And he finished up by saying, "We don't want to see." Manchester City in the Champions League. <laughs> Who's we? That's the royal we, <laughs> very we, much, yeah. isn't it? Well, it's harsh on City because although it's very harsh. they had a very tough group and 10 points would have been enough. I mean, 9 times out of 10, that's enough. We yeah. said at the beginning mm. of the season, get those 10 points and you're normally through. And, and it's a shame they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't manage to make it. What is it? What well, is I don't know. Doing? I don't know if it is a shame. Not to sort of... Um, not to have anything against City... But I do think it, it's kind of an encouraging thing that they, they've mm. not been able to sort of buy a place in the last 16. European football is still d- difficult enough it's, that a young, some kind of new side, even with sort of very expensively assembled stars, will still find it difficult. Because the standard is so high. We see it every yep. year. When it gets to the knockout stages, it, the football is just incredible. Mm. A lot of people say it's better than the World Cup. And I, I just think it is a good thing oh, for yeah, the possibly. soul of the game that, um, you know, they've got, they're going to have to work a little bit harder because they'll be back, you know. It's an interesting group in a lot of ways because you had City who were first timers and Napoli who, who mm. obviously were as well and you had the experience of Villarreal who had, who had uh, fallen from grace quite dramatically and but it, it just seemed to be that, that Napoli adapted a little bit more quickly to Champions right. League football yeah. and Man City's undoing was in a way their, their, their opening game when they didn't beat Napoli at home mm-hmm. and that's come down, back to haunt them really It shows you how fine the margins can be oh, yeah, groups. if you get a group where the teams are quite well balanced I don't think Mancini's been beyond the quarterfinals as a manager No, I, think, I do wonder if his sort of European failures will come back with City and could... Uh, could be a problem down the line. Yeah. I don't necessarily pay the closest of attention in the earlier uh, when when the, when the draw comes out. Is it it is seeded, isn't it? The Champions League. So yeah, yeah. if they come first, that's right. Rather than second or third, you know they and also previous be, tournaments. Uh, yeah. And all. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Ah, so uh, let's get back to the Premier League though Where Norwich beat Newcastle 4-2 Crazy Pete. game wasn't it Another loss Grant Holt Grant Holt with two headed goals yeah, Those neck muscle Goal tractor He's brilliant yeah. Holtermania He's got an excellent record I think he's got 51 goals in 89 league starts for Norwich Yes, yeah, well, that was his, that was his fiftieth league uh, goal at the club he scored yeah. uh, okay, right. on the weekend Um and Morrison with a header as well. Yeah. Mm. They are two hard men, aren't but they? Very that slow, very tough <laughs> forward. I mean, line. I mean, they were mainly from uh, set, set pieces, pieces yeah. and yeah. you know, we didn't have we didn't have a centre back. <laughs> mm. They put Perch and, well, they, they, uh, and Simpson in, which was weird because yeah. you know, and we had two right backs at left back and right back. That's it was right, such right. a mess, and like, weirdly, like he didn't bring Kadar in. 
must be a situation where he just Pardew doesn't fancy him. We just don't have any centre backs. Hopefully, Colachini's going to be back for or next his weekend. Wife. <laughs> I, think, I think Lambert and you know, Norwich will have a lot of credit because Lambert obviously set them up and said, "Look, they're going to have yep. shortages at the back. Mm. Let's just bombard them." Yeah, yeah and they did absolutely. that. And Hulahan, oh, oh, they, they, we didn't get out of our eighteen yard box yeah. for like a, a good, you know, good twenty minute spell. Hulahan's goal was brilliant because he didn't even know it happened. Denver Bar was just phenomenal again. The, two the goals, great goals, two yeah, strikers' the, goals. The, the touch on the first one just to because it, it, it looks like it's all goodbye the first time you see that because yeah. it really brilliantly the turn past, run that he does it, like he, he sort of runs yeah. along with the, with, with the back uh, foot so dare I say Defoe-esque it's all one motion you know that yeah. finish when he's got like two or three things to do within it and the second one as well he took it really well when he sort of shuffled his feet just really quick thinking it's pleasing to he's, see him use both feet quite you know, very adeptly yeah. I mean he's, how old is Denver Bar do you know I don't know. He's he's not he's not of age. He's no, not like, yeah. he's not like he's not yet twenty six. He's got me, a he? bright future. He really has. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, th- I think he'll be around in the Premier League for a long time. He might be one of those players where they just creep up on you for a bit, uh, as being amazing. But you know, like, Louis Saha. Like, well, no, like, Saha could have been that. I think yeah. if he'd stayed sort of fit. But yeah. Dwight York is a yeah, sort of player yeah, yeah. where you think, oh, good player scores quite a lot. And it's only sort of when he gets a move to a bigger club you realise quite how good he, he was. Be, yeah, you know, yeah. I think Bar could could be in that bracket one day mm-hmm. if he carries on like he's going. And Newcastle United also had their Christmas party uh, on the weekend. It looked brilliant. <laughs> well, it, I mean, did it? It looked officially licensed costume wise. Yeah. Every costume was clearly off the peg. Was it organised oh, okay. fun? Right, it was. Right. It was very organised fun. Um, uh, Sammy Amiobi was the one who uh, posted all. He was dressed as SpongeBob, like an awful costume, a genuinely yeah. awful. Colacini is Sonic. Uh, as me. if I could love him anymore. I bloody love that fella. He's, mm. it, Gutierrez is a Smurf. Although, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. if, he's, if he's called in sick at work, he should be allowed to go to the Christmas party, Chloe so Well, you know, well yeah. the thing is... Well, no, 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 no. The interesting thing about the... Um, it's not like real work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was up in Glasgow, weirdly. I don't know what the reasons were for that. Banned from the, Newcastle. Banned from, <laughs> from the big market. Well, the interesting... Like, over Health the border, you can do it. Laws, <laughs> laws. Since Andy Carroll. It, it, you compare it to the Manchester United party. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures there. That looked one dull affair. Did it? Like, oh, it really did. The only Just thing... Scraped to 1-0. I mean, yeah. The only thing that, that apparently seemed worth uh, reporting on was Phil Jones sung Angels by Robbie Williams with oh, a, like a karaoke band. That sounds dreadful. That does sound horrendous. And Ryan Giggs' wife turned up which would have definitely spoiled his evening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry ladies I'll have to say cheerio. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh do I? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes uh, back in the Premier League though um, Stoke 2 Spurs 1 Spurs on the end of some very poor refereeing yeah. decisions. <laughs> it was and, funny though. And, <laughs> and so Chris Hoy on the end of some awful abuse. That's right yeah, Scottish cyclist Chris Hoy yeah. being confused with referee Chris Foy. Oh god. <laughs> I'll tell you this one letter well, means yeah. so much yeah. Yeah. You know. but uh, Harry Redknapp did say I never go and speak to referees after the game I accept defeat and have never complained about refereeing decisions in 30 years of managing but never all the things Harry claims not to do he does you wonder what he actually does do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Like by, by his book he doesn't do anything, anything yeah. what have you been doing just sitting around yeah. <laughs> definitely not looking I've at been, other people's players what, what, I've been <laughs> flying in a colourless gel for the last yeah. 12 hours doing nothing where would you get the gel oh well the chairman sort of sat out the chairman pumps my chamber full of colourless yeah. gel yeah. what have you been doing this week Tom, Harry <laughs> definitely paying my taxes <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> Definitely not re- rolling my windows down and giving impromptu interviews. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if Redknapp goes to court, if, uh, what, okay, so Mr. Mr. Redknapp, you know you swear to tell the, the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Um, can you confirm your name? Well, my chairman deals with all that. Yeah. <laughs> probably best to speak to him about it. <laughs> he should just wear a little badge that you know one of those like little. Hi, great, I'm Harry. Badge. Yeah, I'm just, just, oh, just saying. Hi, I'm Harry, and the chairman deals with all that because that's yeah, all he fair. bloody says. Hmm. He's on Sky Sports so much, and he never stops talking about nothing because he has no <laughs> opinion. He, like, he's yeah. like, unless oh, the well. chairman's like a sort of imaginary friend. In his yeah, head. maybe it's like a Tyler that, Durden situation. Yeah, yeah. The chairman comes out. The chairman comes out at night. Yeah. Doesn't file his taxes properly. Uh, taps up players. <laughs> yeah. Hello, who's there? It's yeah. the chairman. Yeah. Oh, Harry, come on. Oh, I'm a lovely little chairman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, no, f off. He's a football manager. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but while we're talking about Stoke, though, good win for them. They have given a trial to a chap called Enoch Balotelli, mm. Mario's brother, nineteen-year-old Enoch. He uh, made his debut in uh, a reserves game against Burton Albion. Apparently, he showed the. Bit of skill. Uh, and a I hope they become the new Wallace brothers. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They've easily got the potential to do that. For me, it's Hartley Pull United's corner Hislop brother of uh, Shaka Hislop all, all over again. All over again yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> he has been training with Stoke's youth team for a few weeks, and uh, Dave Cavan, the uh, academy coach, said he's a good boy, a bit raw. We'll see how things go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heard that before. Trying to eat him. But um, what did you boys think? Of, just to going back to the Stoke Spurs game, what did yep. you boys think of the? Um, the decision because I haven't actually seen oh, it absolutely absolutely shocking one of them was Ryan Shawcross on the line uh, the ball came off his elbow I mean um, yeah, it, it was, was, that, it was pretty blatant and was they, that the one where Adebayo was offside after that one yes and then yeah. Adebayo was uh, like it, sort of play carried on Adebayo was like clearly clearly onside he put it away that was disallowed so there's I mean there's a penalty shout and, and a goal wrongly disallowed yeah. goal in one incident there it, and then like not long <coughs> after than that that Dean Whitehead he just he made a save just <laughs> in the in the area I mean you could argue he didn't really know uh, what was happening but at the same time it was it, it was an extinct instinctive good save if that was yeah. the case it, I mean it hit his arms twice and it's just it's shocking really, really because I mean the, the reason it's so annoying from Spurs point of view is because they've on such a good run they've yeah. got a game yeah. in hand they're right up there you know and, they could, and that's, that could compl- completely deflate them absolutely yeah uh, and, F- and Foy I believe was the manager that Vyash Boas got um, fined about the Chelsea QPR game wasn't he mm. one or two dodgy decisions there perhaps mm. so it's a bit, you wonder whether he's mm. going to be under the spotlight for you after this well, it went the, went the other way around the other season I forget the exact cir- circumstances but I think Spurs got some sort of fortunate decisions going their way against Stoke so the same ref mm. oh right is it, what exactly has Scott Parker got over the press because they're absolutely loving him at the moment for, and for me he's because not he's really so English he's got black boot he, shirt tucked in side yeah. party pulls his not, socks up but yeah. he's not like, for me he's played even better for Newcastle and West Ham and you know well, Pete, I'm not going to say it north south bias Pete, bias was, in fairness he was he was player of the season last season so you can well, agree I, I, well, yeah, what I would say to that is when he was playing for West Ham he never got that much press and he was he did he did he, did. he got loads the football writers uh, player of the season is, is decided sort of February March time so that's when he started really getting it but what he gets never, me is that yeah, everyone's there was no, totally but there was no it. backlash about, about the press when he never went to the World Cup was there because no. if he was so loved that they would have gone absolutely mental yeah, and they should have that was a summer before though yeah, there was a summer before so yeah. I'm saying it, it, not all his time at West Ham he was like no, that but I think this season he's been brilliant for England 
You can't deny. Yeah, he's yeah. been. Yeah, but he'd and he really has made a difference. Before. He has made a difference to Spurs. He's behind, he was behind Jimmy and Jenis for England when he was at Newcastle and Jenis was at yeah. Spurs. Not and, his and fault that was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and that was incorrect. Yeah. I just don't I, understand. I've seen him play so well for other teams, and I've not seen him play mm. quite so well for Tottenham. And I don't understand why. Well, I completely right disagree with. That. I think he's been excellent for Spurs. What I've yeah, seen. Same. He's but I think, I've, I, I think he's been good. But I think he's played better for West Ham and, and Newcastle than me. The he's, North hate the South, don't they? <laughs> no, I just Cockney yeah. <laughs> well, Mafia isn't it? But let's yeah. go to the north Or the Midlands at least Where West Brom Not the north <laughs> yeah. huh? that's, that's Specifically offensive. not the north I'm offended it's Midlands. I just said the Midlands at least West Brom is very much in the Midlands Yeah I'm saying well, Exactly it's not in the north is it Okay Well let's go to the Midlands then Where West Brom <laughs> uh, Lost at home to Wigan A team from nearly the north uh, Isn't Re- there some sort of Premier League clause Where Ray Hodgson now has to be sacked Roy Hodgson Roy Hodgson Yes Because that's what happened with Sunderland uh, But we said a few weeks ago If you lose at home to Wigan You'll probably be sacked yeah. <laughs> So Roy Hodgson might be sacked now through, yeah. Moses with a lovely goal Great mm. Lovely t- He's had he a few had goes s- at it to be fair yeah. <laughs> About 50 odd shots about scoring He had so little time to get that shot away as well And he just proper curled it Nice, yeah, he did. nice. It's good to see something Sort of a moment of magic from him Because we, we heard so much about him That he, he had all this potential And um, yeah it's, it, it, was, it was a nuisance all day from what I can remember when he signed to, for Wigan from, from Palace And we were all sort of debating Whether we thought it was a good decision or not I, on one hand it was a good decision because he'll probably play a lot more because mm. there's loads of other clubs in for him yeah big clubs as well but in a way it's almost a little bit of a shame that he's not playing with, you know, with the greatest respect to Wigan he's not playing with superb players every week no. so you don't know whether he's going to get development from that point of view but he's, he's a very very good athlete mm. a strong boy as mm. well and he, he doesn't he's obviously not afraid to have a shot and stuff so we'll be, see what, be good to see what happens to him because if we can get relegated he's got, he'll, be, he'll move on yeah. I expect but that's yeah. fantastic with two away wins in it, on the bounce yeah. 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 this is how we can do it isn't it they just put these little runs together on the sly and just stay up like a barnacle as we've explained yeah. before do you reckon they'll stay up this season Dick? they're just unkillable <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe they will I don't know I mean, sooner or later you think they will go down but um, they've got this more staying power than, or they've got more experience of having to have that staying power mm. than a lot of the other teams down there mm. Mm. Uh, right well let's go there to the championship where mm. uh, Southampton dropped points again they were quite fortunate to uh, get a point against Blackpool at home with a 90th minute equaliser they're doing a forest from last season <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they are, are. They really are. Uh, one of the strangest pieces of commentary I've ever heard um, <laughs> was on the BBC website, highlights of this game as well. I'm sure we can post a link to it somewhere. Um, well, I forget who the commentator was, but um, Ricky Lambert scored the opening goal and then sort of just out of nowhere, he kind of becomes like a sort of raster MC, just going, Ricky Lambert, celebrate! Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, goes, he goes, and Southampton score, and they're, and they're off, and Ricky Lambert, celebrate! <laughs> and I mean, Getting he, funky now. He yeah. clearly hasn't done it on purpose. It's no. just his voice has done something weird without him telling it to maybe he <laughs> thought he was at the cave of funk mm. indeed maybe he did yeah. maybe he did uh, West Ham dropping points as well they lost yeah, 3-0 they... Uh, away to Reading so the top two mm. they did um, go down to nine men to be fair yeah a couple of players sent off yeah, yeah. points Jimmy, were still dropped yeah the second sending off I think it was was absolutely pointless it was um, did you Collison on that yeah it was Collison and mm. um, Jimmy Kebby he was taking a piss a bit like, yeah, he, was, he, yeah. he literally pulled his socks up with his feet at the ball like, what, like during he? play yeah. and Collison just went over and just pushed him over like, he sort of <laughs> clattered into him and then I pushed him I am not having that it's, that, yeah, it's yeah. the kind of thing in Brazil yeah. where they get so offended when yeah. somebody like the Curl on Seal. I presume Curl on's dead now. It's funny how because um, Collison's a, yeah, he's, he had a really really promising sort of start to his career. Mm. Got that bad injury. Don't know if he's really been the same since then. Yeah, Andy Bryan was sent off as well, wasn't he in that game? Yeah, they, um, 
Don't they had a bad time of it. I think maybe a, a, that defeat isn't as bad as it looks for West Ham long term when you look at the circumstances. Yeah, it was a great weekend for Middlesbrough though. One um, nil home win against Brighton, moving uh, a couple of points closer to the automatic promotion spot. You've got a cluster, a little, t- a cl- little cluster of teams now who, who for me now oh, they're right. Like, they, well, they now look sort mm. of a bit of a cut above the rest of the division. So you've got Southampton, West Ham. Um, Middlesbrough Middlesbrough Leeds Cardiff and Brighton maybe Cardiff yeah Brighton are stuttering as well though aren't they they're just, yeah they're kind of, they look as though they'll be in and out of the playoffs yeah, but I can see them putting a run together Brighton mm. yeah, I'd, like okay. to, I'd love to see Brighton in the Premier League it's, it's a nice place especially with that new stadium as well. yeah absolutely mm. yeah. but Middlesbrough under Mowbray I'd quite like to see them up yeah, playing, playing some better football as, as Mowbray's teams tend to do. Bring them all up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come yeah. on, come on, come on. Um, a great win for Ipswich away to Barnsley. Five three. Pools Jewel. Yeah. Pools Jewel's men with an Pools Jewel. Isn't that a video? Isn't that a video online somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> Moving oh, swiftly on. Yeah. What a slip of the. Uh, well, anyway, um, uh, Arsenal esque win five three away. Uh, they uh, great win for the track. The boys desperately need the points. So well done to them in League One. Huddersfield, because recently broke the. Uh, um, the, the league uh, football league record with their 43 game unbeaten run they lost two games on the bounce mm. they lost same happened to Arsenal when they lost their 49 game unbeaten run yeah. so maybe I think it's the pressure coming off um, I, just, I, think, I just think it's Lee Clark watching what Newcastle are doing <laughs> yeah. well they lost yeah, away lost to Charlton the yeah. other week which is uh, tricky on Charlton obviously yeah. top of the league but they also lost at home to mid-table Bournemouth and uh, they've slipped to fourth place MK Dons are a point ahead of them and Megs and Sheffield Wednesday have gone into uh, second place well that's the um, nice little, another little nice little fact is that um when 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 Gary Megson was sacked from Bolton, yeah. I believe he got 19 points from his last 20 the point, games. The Megson pointometer wasn't yeah. very kind. But he got no. 19 from 20 games and then was sacked. Now Owen Core's got nine points from 20 games. Yeah. And Megson's going great guns at Wednesday. They're doing well. They're not. They play off the big man a lot Wednesday. Yeah. Lump it up to the big man up front, and, and it's not great to watch, as you would probably imagine. He'll suckle the joy out of it, <laughs> but you'll get results, and he'll probably get them out of division in a, in a similar way to Allardyce, Allardyce playing. Yeah. Negative tactics, even at home, we'll still probably get them promoted. You know. Mm. Well, uh, now we go to the SPL where Rangers beat Hibs two 0 away from home. Yelovich with a brace. I- I'd like to. I watched this game and Craig Burley had a very odd rant. I meant to ask you about that. What, what did he say? Very strange because um, one of the Rangers players got fouled. Edu, uh, no, sorry, Edu fouled one of the Hibs players. Yeah. It was probably a fair tackle, but it yeah. was it was a nothing incident. It, it never led to anything. It wasn't like a free kick on the edge of the box. It was, yeah. certainly wasn't a penalty. Nothing like that. And Craig Burley just sort of said, "Well, it's a decent challenge," and the referee gives it a foul. And you wonder why people get frustrated. And then he just went, "Yeah, I bet all his mates are refs, aren't they?" Imagine having a day out with them. That'd be a barrel of laughs, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then he went, what are they? "He went, what do they do of an evening? Go for a bit of dinner, get the whistles out, have a little blow." <laughs> Wow! Is Michael Douglas from Falling? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it wow. was so seen there. I rewound it about five times just to actually make sure he said that. God. It was so strange, <laughs> so strange. And then, and then he said, "Very pretentious, aren't they, referees?" <laughs> with their whistles and their dinners. Oh, and look at you with your whistle and your black outfit. <laughs> What does he do of an evening? Yeah, exactly. Ketamine so in a disco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so very, very strange. Um, <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Celtic, though, kept the pressure up with Rangers with a 1 0 home win against Hearts. So who's in the title race for the season? Uh, Rangers, Celtic. Well, Motherwell beat uh, Five Flying mm, St. Johnson. Yeah, Rangers and Celtic. And you can <laughs> never write off Aberdeen. <laughs> the, uh, the Celtic goal was an absolute just beauty of a goal. Yeah. It's just from a sort of like. 
almost like a free kick you know when, when players just have no kind of like back yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I forget the guy's name I think he was a defender as well just mm. absolutely battered it into the top corner oh, go to the wire that one it'll yeah. definitely be one of three in Scotland yeah, we won the, the Aberdeen put it that way um, in La Liga we had the big one El Clasico mm. which is Spanish for the classic it mm. is just to clear that Everyone. up once <laughs> and last yeah. yeah, Don't ever say this is not an educational show. Yeah. <laughs> Real Madrid won Barcelona 3. Xavi Hernandez said, we were very superior. It's, you've got to wonder what Mourinho's <laughs> got to do because... Mm. Yeah, but they scored in like the, it's like they gave them a goal. And they the scored in like after like thirty thing. seconds. Valdez did almost literally give them a goal. Yeah. And uh, Mourinho's Madrid have won fifteen in a row into that game, had they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're very good run. Yeah, and Absolutely. you sort of think that was they were the favourites. They were the favourites. Yeah. But just like Ronaldo time. missing like a point blank header, you just sort of yeah. think that is bread and butter and salt on it. Well, Ronaldo yeah. was given a, a lot of stick from Marca um, yeah, yeah. because he, he obviously missed the head, as you say, Pete. And in the first half, would it have been for two 0 it's certainly been for 2-1 or 2-0 uh, he, uh, he shot it wide when perhaps he could have um, put Passed someone in it, yeah. mm. uh, but th- he's got a bit about him like that and it got, does very, very often come down to remember Messi made a difference a while, a while back in, in a sort of very attritional game yeah. and you, you often think if it came down if they both work very hard they're really fit teams and they can run all day if it just comes down to the standout player in their team You'd back Messi over Ronaldo yeah, because he yeah. makes the right decision. It's the decision making. Yeah, yeah no, it's, 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 we've said it before. We've said like a million times how many times that Ronaldo tries to just do it everything himself. Yeah. Mm. And it's just, you know, he did that for United in the Champions League final. That's right. Yes, and he completely ruined it for them in Rome when you guys went to the game. And and it was his last sort of swan song at United, mm. wasn't it? Um, pretty much. And well, it's he, maybe harsh to say ruined it for them because Barcelona. Well, he just tried to, it was shooting from forty for yards out. But he nullified himself. Yeah, yeah, basically, he, he took his own ability out of the game mm. by just trying to do everything with it and just not yeah. bringing his teammates into it. It was like it was like Barcelona against Man United featuring Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. No, you're absolutely right. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah, the market, as I said, were very harsh to Ronaldo. They're saying, um, you know, the club are going to have to bribe him so that he behaves like a footballer, not a child, and suggesting that he's thinking of the Ballon d'Or rather than passing to his teammates. Yeah. Mm. Well, Messi was quite lucky to not be sent off in that game. So he was booked, and then he, he had a foul that was. Probably a booking. No, I'm Quite not soon sure. after that. But I, the ref went for his card. I know realised he booked him before that and changed his mind. You could see that happen. It, yeah, and in my book, that's lucky, regardless of whether the. Okay, fair enough. Know, the, fair yeah, enough. I take your point. Right or not. Messi, Messi was given an awful lot of room at times by by Madrid, which was quite surprising, and he exploited that when he set up Sanchez superbly for the mm. first goal. It was a brilliant first goal. Yeah. You, I mean, you looked at that Barcelona side. They didn't have a forward on the pitch. No. <laughs> you know, and Alexis Sanchez, very much a winger, was was their striker. Yeah, Fabregas like. was on the left point of the front. Yeah. Three well, has well. been struggling. But that, that Barcelona changed their formation. I don't know how many times throughout. Mm. You know, Busquets dropping centre back and yeah. and all sorts. But that that's why I love that football that they yeah. play is yeah. because there's so much going on tactics it's not just right take the big man boom, boom, you know yeah, it's, it's the, the system Guardiola's constantly right they've just done that right you go there boom, yeah, you know okay, he's right. changing it up so yeah, much. I, I liked it when uh, PK fell into the fell into the, the crowd and it's only when um, <clears throat> footballers get measured against uh, members of the crowd when you realise how big they are yeah. Yeah. PK he's, he looked like I don't know yeah. He looked like a big man. I've interviewed Vince on Company. He's, he's absolutely terrifying. Mm. He's massive, mm. so big. Mertesacker's <laughs> like six foot six, and I just I can't get that in my head. You know, I <laughs> yeah, can't, like, exactly. That's basketball height. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's crazy, yeah, yeah. isn't it? And Thierry Henry's a big guy. Where he just looks like a sort of normal sized footballer on TV. Oh, but we he's can, huge. We can measure ourselves to him well. now, can't we? <laughs> what do you, yeah, what do you um, so? What do you think? That, do you think Madrid will, will really struggle because of that result now? because it must be so soul destroying for them. Well, yeah, it must be. But they've still got the game in hand. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think what Mourinho's done now is that 
he's made them into a side that will beat everybody else. Yeah, and yeah. it will. I mean, I know you could argue that last season as well, but but he, he's got closer. I mean, I quite fancy Madrid for the Champions League actually yeah. this season, and they were yeah. perhaps unlucky last year. But, but the one thing that I was maybe going to suggest, and it's far easier said than done, when you've got a player like Messi. Um, I know he, he, he roams all over the place, but I'd be tempted to a Keown on him. He, well, yeah, <laughs> put, put Pepe on him. Yeah, man, but Pepe tried that, kicked the absolute shit out of him, and almost got, got sent off. Didn't no, he? but mm. yeah, but that's right. In that was the, on Via that he got sent off. Though, yeah, wasn't but it? he did a job on him. So and many was, yellow cards in that match. Well, that was the Champions League last season. Yeah, and it was only when Pepe got sent off did Messi, Messi then have the room and then scored the two. But goals. I wonder if Pepe's got the discipline or not. Mm. And well, it's like, if you take Messi out of it, there's still exceptional individuals in that team. And what what I think is really impressive about Barcelona in the way they keep regenerating because this it feels like this is the same side since the one that won the Champions. League in 2009 just feels like they've tweaked it here and there and it's fundamentally the same one but mm. you look it at really the players you know, absolutely not mm. you look at the players that scored um, uh, in El Clasico I mean Ch- Xavi's goal was a bit of a freak one as well but it's Sanchez and Fabregas it's the players yeah. they brought in they've yeah. just slotted in immediately and mm. the system's doing its job and Real's got Diara so yeah. <laughs> enjoyable exactly exactly uh, elsewhere though in uh, La Liga Valencia had the chance to move closer to the top two mm. but they lost away the to Betis whatever curse is on La Liga means that you know no team will be able to do that you won't be able to bridge <laughs> that's that right but it was they, they, you know playing away in Seville uh, against Betis and two injuries Injury time goals from from Real Betis, and it was great yeah. scenes. You know when when it, uh, they, they were surprised to equalise because they're not doing that well, Betis, and they certainly wouldn't have expected to beat Valencia. Yeah. And then when the second went in, it was it was one of those games where people were like, oh, I'm so glad I was there. You know, was it? Yeah. Uh, and off they went. Now we uh, will finish up by going to Romania, in the land of the ridiculous football owner. They have had a poll to see who is the most popular male celebrity in the country. Guess who won? Bacali. He did indeed. Worryingly, wow. Bacali. The man's <laughs> politics are questionable at best. <laughs> in his head, that means he's president now. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see what the, that man's got in his dungeon. <laughs> oh, my God. And he will have a he series have of dungeons. dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. There'll, be, there'll be secret dungeons within the dungeon. Do you mean yeah. the basement, D- Gigi? No, the dungeon. dungeon yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's people who work in the dungeons yeah. who don't know about the other dungeons. Yeah. Um, anyway, Stoy is, because uh, he's uh, Stoy Bucharest owner, Gigi Bicali. Uh Now, their rivals Dynamo were a bit cheeky to old Gigi recently as they put images of him surrounded by sheep on their big screen at their ground. This is because uh, Bacali <laughs> was um, a shepherd before becoming a, a filthy rich football club owner. And Bacali. How do you make that leap? There's money in wall, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't for Woolworths, though, was it? Um, uh, now, Bacali Carly was none too pleased about this, as you can imagine, and he responded <laughs> by saying, You know who owns Dynamo? A communist gypsy and a man who sleeps with men. Yeah, sure, I was a shepherd. I milked the sheep. I like the sheep. Get over it. I'd rather milk sheep than do men. <laughs> if you sort of cut that down, <laughs> communist, gypsy, and a gay man. Not not really insults yeah, exactly. in the West, it yeah. seems. <laughs> one's, one's a political stance, one's <laughs> se- yeah. sexual orientation, yeah. and, uh, and the other one's perhaps... Ethnicity. Ethnicity, yeah. 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 So he's being horrorifically offensive yeah. against Again. the board. One I thing like- I will say is, my, and I maintain my, on, the, on one perverse level, my admiration for... The amount of <laughs> maximum offence caused in as little time possible. Yeah, it's very efficient, oh, it's very yeah. concise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, it's the, not like a Tory MP going on a stag do or something and finding no. himself in, you know, yeah. a compromising situation. Yeah. It is like fuck off, everyone. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's so popular. He's yeah. so entertaining. Yeah. He's Jeremy Clarkson. He's Mark, yeah. is. Well, the Dynamo owner, not as bad. the Dynamo <laughs> owner replied by saying, "I'm totally heterosexual." <laughs> 
<laughs> he sounds like, a, like an American t- I'm totally heterosexual, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> Up oh. next on MTV, I'm totally heterosexual. Yeah. And no this. music ever. Yeah. Isn't that a fella called Dragos? It sounds like he's in uh, Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. It's a good name. I think it's about insulting a man called Dragos. Gaygos. Good one, Jimbo. And now it's time for Going for Gold. <laughs> going for going for gold. Gold. Oh, it's going for gold. Mm. People. Luke's running ahead with yeah. the points in tour. I won last week because yeah. you're all three are idiots and that. Mm. So yeah. I now have two points, which I'm terrifically Indeed. excited about. Seven, five, four, two. Yeah. A Shall great I, formation. Shall we go for our first clue, lads? Yep. Yes. My father was a footballer for Bristol Rovers. Nothing. That. I scored an own goal in an FA Cup final to gift the opposition the trophy. Stop. Stop. Go on. There's Walker. No. Damn! Stop. Gary Mabbott. Gary Mabbott. Oh! Oh, Oh, Fair play. Yeah. Damn it! Good one. You wee beauty! I didn't even get to the bloody. I injected an orange with chemicals on Blue Peter. <laughs> oh, why didn't you put that first? <laughs> yeah. That was. I was on. I was once on the TV show The Queen's Nose. Yeah, I've, I definitely would have got on that. Definitely, uh, I saw that. Never Did mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even remember that. Gary Mabbett, celebrity insulin injector, and go uh, now working with. I was going to go for Walker first. Yeah. yeah, he's now working with uh, Street Child World Cup. Yeah, so, he was uh, a big. He was big man. in South Africa for the World Cup. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. A, a bloody good man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Shall we have an email? Shall we? Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Yeah. Yes, we shall. Now then. Jimmy Savile from Beyond the Grave. Indeed. I ventured to Sweden for a few days for a smorgasbord and a spendrups. Could still be Jim Savile. Jim Savile Savile from Beyond the Grave. That's not not his name, Jim Fitch. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, what with the release of Zlatan's autobiography in time for Christmas, his face is everywhere. Good. Which can only be a good thing. Mm. With zero to no knowledge of the Swedish language, I had to plump for the picture section. The first picture you ask? Double page spread of Zlatan's bare feet is all. Well, what he can do with an orange. (laughs) My favourite picture, though, isn't of Zlatan's wife, the beautiful Helena Seeger, nor the one with him happily embracing Pep, nor the one of him hugging the air of Pele's lungs. My favourite is about three... (laughs) This is amazing. My favourite is about three from the end. Zlatan casually sprawled across his bed, eyes wide shut, with a huge fucking gun. (laughs) (laughs) True Zlatan style. Doesn't he go hunting quite a lot? Yeah, he's big into his guns. He had a a party. It might have been when he was at Inter. But, or oh, could have been, right, yeah. Could have been the Swedish national team, I forget. But <laughs> he went out and they had a big party and they ate like a boar that he had I killed. I think it was a Swedish yeah, yeah, national right. team. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's, uh, that's from Billy Stone, who ends with his Latin man footballer gun nut legend. And I think Cheers, Billy Stone. On Billy Stone. Cheers, Stone Z. <laughs> from my cold, dead, orange-coloured hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got an email, lads. Okay. Ooh. It's from a man called Damien Smith from Hampshire, he says. Okay. Uh, dear Ramblers, regarding your competition for the Hurricane FC shirt, I can, can't think of a more worthy cause to donate such a piece of sporty memorabilia than to my good self. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh. got it. Bit biased. <laughs> uh, with Christmas fast approaching and knowing full well that my beloved wife will not be purchasing me any mm. football f- merchandise for the big day, I'd be most appreciative of being able to stick the shirt on just to show her that there are people out there who do believe football isn't just for Saturdays, it's for life and Christmas too. Mrs Smith is a firm believer that Christmas is all about crap DVDs and gifts that will only hold entertainment value for the festive period. Oh. This, the time has come for change and the Hurricane FC shirt would surely prove to my wonderful wife that football is permanent. Yours in football, Damien Smith. Oh, wives are rubbish, aren't no. they? I hope your wife's not listening. Yeah. She's not listening. 
<laughs> he yeah. like He's got himself a shirt though. We'll get yeah. the Huracan shirt out to you, sir. And now it's time for a profile. And what do we have today? <laughs> it's a stadium. And we haven't done we've only got one stadium in. The Aztec and the Aztec. loads of players now. Exactly. So we, we, haven't, we haven't got football room. in yet. No. Can we do that next week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need a home and away venue. Is it Fratton Park? It's it is Fratton Park. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is the Maracanã in Rio de Janeiro. Say, a big one. A big one indeed. In both some capacity. Some say that Wembley is the home of football. But then others say, Well it is the home of football yeah. When others say The Maracanã Is the spiritual home of football yeah. Mainly Brazilians I would yeah. hasten to add um, The official name Of the stadium Is not actually The Maracanã It's not just the district It's in or something It's kind of the district It's in It's also uh, The name of a species Of parrot Which is from that region Obviously Obviously The official name Of the stadium Is the Estadio Journalist Sports Direct <laughs> <laughs> The Adidas Tango Arena Those bastards The Cave of Samba <laughs> Any of the above uh, the official name of the stadium is the Estadio Journalista Mario Filio, and uh, it was named, uh, renamed this in the 60s after the death of the popular journalist and writer Mario Filio. Um, That's and he huge was, for a journalist. Imagine that. Yeah, Jesus. Like, well, he was quite an influential writer. And imagine he, the Wembley Stadium being named the Henry Winter yeah. Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> the Gary Bushell stand within it. It was yeah. just like... <laughs> well, yeah, he was one of the main champions of the stadium's construction, and uh, he also coined the phrase for the Fluminense and Flamengo derby, the Flu Flower derby. Mm. And they love all that. Not a massive leap, though, is it? Uh, well, yeah, but, but it was like in the twenties, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what before people could speak? <laughs> can, I they, coin the, could write. can I coin the? Can I coin the? Mid Madrid, Middlesbrough Madrid uh, match. Mid man, not, not a derby though, is it? Well, if they play in Europe. Midnight. And it's fiercely yeah. contested. Well, maybe in the future there could be something in that. Piece. Move on. Back to the market. <laughs> <laughs> the largest stadium in South America uh, regularly hosts matches involving the uh, the big four teams in Rio de Janeiro, Botafogo, Flamengo, Fluminense and Vasco. That would be brilliant. Could you imagine if like Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs and West Ham all shared a stadium? Well, it's not so much it's sharing like, They all played at Wembley. Let's they, not, they often play there in the, the, the Rio let's State. Let's not revisit uh, Arsenal playing at the National Stadium again. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Actually, no, that would be rubbish. <laughs> Batistuta almost killed Arsenal to death. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the first match ever played at the stadium was on June 16th 1950 17 mm. years before the summer of love yeah that was the World Cup wasn't it well it was just before the World <laughs> Cup actually um, but you're right in saying uh, it was open for the 1950 yeah. World Cup well, it was he's, he's effectively wrong in saying that well no, the, <laughs> well, the first competitive match was, okay. was the 1950 World Cup but that was uh, a game between a real All-Stars team and a Sao Paulo All-Stars team with uh, Dwarf inductee Didi scoring the first ever goal at the stadium and a 3-1 win for the Rio All-Stars uh, but the stadium was really built as a showpiece for the 1950 World Cup finals hosted in Brazil. We have profiled this tournament. Didn't really pan out. I had hoped. That <laughs> <laughs> the same well, we we have profiled this tournament, so I uh, you know implore you to uh, go to the website mm. and, and check that out. But uh, nevertheless, Brazil built the stadium to be the biggest football stadium in the world, and uh, they started working on it in 1948 with 10, more than 10,000 men on the job uh, when the uh, capacity. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you can't see what Luke's doing right now. Um, when the com uh, the capacity was completed, it was 43,000 more than the previous biggest football stadium, which I think was Hamden. I thought you were going to say they'd like made 43,000 extra seats by accident. No. It's not Wembley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think 43,000 extra people turned up by accident, though, on a number of occasions. Yeah. 
Um, now, when the Maracanã opened, a Brazilian newspaper said, "Today, Brazil has the biggest and best stadium in the world. Now we have a truly fantastic setting where the whole world can admire our sporting grandeur and prowess." Well, that <laughs> stadiums are a massive, massive deal in Brazil. Having a stadium in your neighbourhood that's big is a real point of pride for the whole community. And there's, um, it's not something everyone has. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> no, right. like dish stadium. <laughs> no, but they, they do see it like that as sort of um, it is a, a you know a point of local pride. Mm. So on a national level, that that would be absolutely huge in Brazil. And you, you can see why they sort of have so much pride in the American Iron. And but, and spe- so especially prestige. back then when you didn't have the mass media, so mm. people would know less about them. Mm. But you've but you've been there, haven't you? I have been there. Yes. Um, uh, now, but the stadium, as we said, it was built for the 1950 World Cup, and it didn't quite pan out. But uh, the first uh, match they did play at the stadium, a competitive one, they beat Mexico four nil, and uh, that was their opening game of the 1950 World Cup. And before the game, there was a 21 gun salute, and 5,000 pigeons were released. Nice. Did the pigeons first shots afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolute chaos. <laughs> yeah. I read when it was opened, um, it was it was actually um, the FIFA said that you could use it for the for the World Cup, yeah. and um, it didn't have any toilets. Well, that's right. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't quite completed, <laughs> or a press box. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it right. wasn't finished. Well, it w- it was in the sense of you could go and watch football there, but as you just Pete couldn't urinate. Says, you could, yeah. yeah. If you were if you were in the press and you wanted to piss, then you were up a gum tree. <laughs> um, so uh, up a gum tree. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great saying. Thanks, man. So, uh, in the, 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 for the final of the 1950 World Cup, or, or final match, um, mm. it's kind of open to interpretation. That not wasn't an official final, but the final game. Uh, again, go and see the profile on the website. Mm. We did the 1950 World Cup. Uh, so, the final match was in front of an official crowd of 174,000. However, former FIFA president Yao Avalanche said that he, he said there were some 220,000 people in the stadium yeah, I, I definitely read I mean because James and I both read the uh, history of Brazilian football mm. and, and they, they, yeah they yeah. do say that you know to be honest they're very very liberal with, with that sort of thing yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> the official <laughs> record attendance um, that the stadium has hosted was at 183,000 in 1969 but I love how with all of these attendance things with American R it's official and estimated, but the yeah. estimates like official as well. Yeah, yeah. The it's like the, the people that paid and the people that were there. Yeah, but the thing is though that that going back to the <laughs> 1950 final, it's 174,000 or 220,000. Yeah. It's not like 174 and 190. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is still actually a massive goal. Well. It's 1969. Is that when Pelé scored his thousandth goal? Uh, I'm not sure if it was that particular one, but um, that was in 69. But that was in 69. Yeah, when the the American I witnessed uh, the alleged 1,000th goal of Pelé's career. Mm. Absolute chaos. Oh my goodness! Well, he chaos. was he was fouled, and I think it was Pelé. Who was fouled in the box and he took the resulting penalty putting it past the keeper and then every journalist in Brazil ran on the pitch and mobbed him in the goal yeah. and they, they played against Vasco didn't they he yeah. scored that all the press came on started taking photos in the middle of the game and then yeah. they just put him up on their shoulders yeah. like carry the him press. back to the centre circle well he yeah. did a lap of honour didn't he <laughs> in the middle of the game in a, yeah in a game and it turned out as well I think he'd scored his, they worked out how he'd scored his thousandth Goal three games before that. Or no, 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 <laughs> three goals before that. Nice. The, funny, the, the funny thing is, though, all this celebrating is going on. You watch the clip, and in your head, you think, "Oh, they've just they've just won the league. That was like the last game. Yeah. That was in the thirty fourth minute. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone forgot that they had a game to play. The yeah. rest of it, it wasn't even at, like right near your half time." Yeah. Uh, in 1989, there was another goal-scoring uh, feat achieved. Zico scored his 333rd goal at the stadium for Flamingo. God, that's brilliant. That's and crazy. That's the record stadium. at that stadium, isn't it? It is yeah. the record at that stadium, yeah. That's a lot of goals. Well, I think, I think Flamingo <laughs> played um, in the stadium at the time. Even know. so, though. Oh, it's incredible. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Zico. 
Yeah. You know? Uh, 1983, when Garincha died, his remains were brought to the stadium and thousands of fans came out and uh, paid their respects to the Brazilian great. Uh, 1984, England visited Johnny Barnes, the, Mar- yeah. the American <laughs> friendly match. John Barnet, and we bloody won two 0 Two 0 yeah. That's yeah. the only time we beat. Do you know who got the other one? No, I don't. Oh, Mark, Mark Hately. Was it? Yeah. Ah, yeah. But John Barnes with uh, I'd say one of the greatest England goals ever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. magnificent solo run weaving Slalom. through the Brazilian defence. How often do you say that <laughs> in Brazil? Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Never did it again. Will Phil, <laughs> jo- Will Phil Jones be doing that in 2014? Fingers yeah. crossed. Let's not answer that just yet. Uh, in 1992. There was a tragic accident at the American when a part of the upper stand collapsed and killed a number of supporters and injured a few. And this led to the stadium being converted into an all-seater, which of course reduced the, compa- the capacity, but uh, very much improved the safety. But the size of that—I mean, it says like an entire stand went, and oh, only yeah. three people mm. were killed. It's well, like yeah. how the hell that they got away with that? Yeah. What sort of state was it in when you visited it? Well, when I went there, it was—it's in—it's in two tiers, yeah. and I think the current capacity is eighty-two thousand. Was it uh, disrepair or was it? Well, the bottom tier was being done right so the top tier was all there but it's a weird stadium it kind of it goes back rather than up yeah and so th- I don't think it's that tall for a stadium of, of such mm. capacity compared to like, the new it, like, yeah. yeah well even like Wembley it's quite yeah. tall isn't it yeah. and it, it kind of goes back you you're know, quite a long way away from the pit you are a little bit yeah I mean it's a special stadium yeah. obviously the, yeah. the history is just breathtaking you know but um, it was built a long time ago. You wouldn't w- want to put undue pressure by building up, and you know. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I, I think that's it. Yeah. Well, they are redeveloping it now, aren't they? Yeah, it's had a number of facelifts um, over the years, and even quite recently as well. Well, hence I was there only a few it's years ago. Hosting a lot of sporting events coming up. It's got the Confederations Cup, mm. the World Cup, the Olympics in Brazil as well. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It also hosted the uh, FIFA Club World Cup. Oh, that was two Brazilian teams played in they? in the two th- in two thousand. Yes, uh, Is that when Beckham got sent off. Beckham got sent off at the Maracanã against yeah. Nakatsa, the yeah. uh, Mexican side, and I think it was the opening game or one of the opening games of the tournament, certainly. And then such um, a thug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Corinthians beat uh, rivals Vasco da Gama in the final. Remember when Vasco turned United over three one and Ed- hammered them? Edmundo was incredible. That game. Edmundo scored what uh, Craig Brown described as the greatest goal I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 um, so uh, Craig uh, Brown uh, sounds uh, like a nan in your world. <laughs> did, he, did he spin Gary Neville? Was it Gary Neville? He spun it. Yeah, he spun someone. Spin? To be fair, Craig it Brown that's like a that's like a grand- grandmother normally. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been Nicky. But maybe okay, it was a great turn anyway. Yeah, I think Butt scored the United goal actually. Um, no, it could have been Nicky Butt. Anyway, whoever it was, uh, it was it was a great goal. Uh, next door to the Maracanã is the Maracanãzinho, which is uh, of course a smaller stadium by uh, his son. The name, yeah, <laughs> very promising stadium. Yeah. Twenty thousand, <laughs> twenty thousand there. Um, but in two thousand and fourteen, the Maracanã will become only the second stadium to have hosted two World Cup finals. Although, like we said, you can argue that perhaps <laughs> the previous one wasn't the final, it was the final match, etc., etc. Yeah. But uh, it's What's treated... the other one, the Azteca? The Azteca. 70 and 86. Mm. Yes. Uh, but the American... The, the, the 50 final is treated like it is the final, so it will go down yeah. the history books as one of two stadiums. But, you know, you, you think about that stadium... Um, just so many great players have have, have graced that. So pitch. much history as Ronaldo, well. Ronaldo, Romario, Socrates, Zico, Cafu, Pele, Revelino. Well, pretty much any Brazilian player. Ronaldinho, Zico. Yeah. So but many pitch inversions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is incredible. Like being in, you know, going for a stadium tour and all, and you 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 go in the tunnel up to the pitch, and you, you look in the tunnel and you just think. There's some been some players walked down here. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Imagine being in the tunnel, looking around, saying, "Oh, there's Roberto Carlos behind me, Ronaldinho. We're going to be okay today." Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but my favourite thing I saw in the stadium was um, I saw a couple of games, and there was a guy who 
I could see him at the other side of the stadium. He's running around, and there's a guy dressed as Batman for some reason. And it was empty where he was, and he was just pegging around, just running <laughs> just around. <having> it. <laughs> they allow just, that just sort like, of thing yeah. with the old, the old cape, giving it plenty. What have you been doing today? Just been running around the stadium <laughs> dressed as Batman. <laughs> Yeah. It was as simple as that. And it what was, was the game like? Don't know. It was absolutely <laughs> magnificent scenes. Um, but uh, we'll end um, from a quote from the great man Pele. He said, The Maracan is a special place for all Brazilians, but especially me. It was there I scored my first goal for Brazil against Argentina, and where I scored my 1,000th professional goal years later. Some 1,700 people have played on that pitch, and the aura of the place is extraordinary. In comes the Maracan yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I know that one. Ever construction job to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope they get it complete by the time this podcast comes out yeah <laughs> right then that is the end of the football ramble if you want to get in touch the email address is show at the football ramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com Jim yes uh, go over to the website thefootballramble.com for all kinds of blogs and sort of like ramble uh, pick live previews where you can win actual money p- playing live fantasy football there's uh, the Dean Windass Hall of Fame there's the, the retro ramble where Andy Brassel or James Horncastle take a look back at sort of a classic match there's the forum there's the shop if you want to stay warm as we've explained so many times it's important to have clothes on your back um, <laughs> so yeah just get over there thefootballramble.com check out the 1950 profile mm. of the 1950 World Cup we did. There we have it. Right. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. I love you. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And I love you too. Cheery bye. Southampton in front. Ricky Lambert celebrate. nail salon and grocery store wait she's at the nail salon and the grocery store i'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store groceries through instacart delivered to my door i don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store